Welcome back to the AD33 podcast, where we want to live in view of the cross of Christ and give current events eternal perspective. I'm your host, George Helloa, and I'm excited today to share with you something special. In my day job, I get to serve young adults at a church here in Southern California. Our vision is pursuing purpose, which means finding out all that God wants to do in our lives so that the way we live our life will always honor Him. Today's episode is a message I recently shared with them about our vision for this year. But even if you're not part of our ministry, I believe that you'll be challenged to pursue God's purposes in your life and take up the challenges that I present later in the message. If you are part of our ministry and you missed this past Sunday, this is a special episode just for you so that you'll know where we're going to be going this year. So, without further ado, here's today's podcast, Pursuing Purpose. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We're glad. Hope you guys had a good and memorable holiday, and we hope everybody had a good, is excited about 2019. I know, I, I know some of you are just ecstatic that 2018 was over. A couple of you, or, you know, I, I've had those years. Anybody ever had those years? Like, I just can't wait. And then other people, they're excited because the New Year's begun. They knew there's new opportunities. So we're going to do, we're going to talk a little bit about the new year. So uh, it's less than a week into 2019. It's been an interesting one already, right? I mean, there's the usual geopolitical events. There's the same speculation on politics and economy that comes, you know, every January, right? We get the news. I'm about ready to uh, delete all my news apps and all my notifications on my phone. There's already been a couple of, of, of celebrity deaths. They, you know, they're not like A-listers, but a couple of them, you know, phones going off. Uh, standard of stock market, volatile as ever. But beyond that, you know, um, I'm already seeing that more, more than ever, you know, the lives of people are being upended by, by sin. They're being, they're being uh, upended by the frustration of hopelessness, by, by, a, by a lack of purpose, by a lack of direction. Uh, just even getting on Facebook and seeing family, uh, people I know who are talking about how they just realize that everything they've been striving for really doesn't offer them anything, and they just really need to focus on love. I'm like, yeah, duh, His name is Jesus. Um, and, and a friend of mine that I've known for years making a, a transition in his life, which is really, really hard to see because I just know that he doesn't have the hope of Christ in his life. And I'm being personally challenged in how to respond to, to people who are seeking meaning outside of, outside of Jesus. You know, how do I respond to people who, who have let sin overwhelm their minds and their hearts? Um, I mean, I don't want to leave with a downer, but it reinforces for me uh, what, the, what the, you know, the Bible passage that's been the pulse of what we want to see happen in this ministry. And it's a passage that I like to teach on or touch on at least once a couple times a year because this is really what we're about. And it's, it's found in Colossians. It's chapter 1, verse 9. And I'll put it up on the screen. And it's Paul's prayer to the Colossians. And this is it. He's, and this is my, not just Paul's prayer for the Colossians, but my prayer for this ministry, for my prayer for you. So we've not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. And here it is. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord. Your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while, you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. He says, we also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power so you will have the endurance and the patience that you need. Anybody need more endurance and patience? Uh-huh. Uh, may you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father. 
He has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light. Now, I probably started 2019, I think, with a clear sense of purpose for this ministry and God's plan personally for me for this year. And um, I'm excited. I have a, a vision of where God's taking us, about what he wants to do in this ministry. And, and so our defining value here in the young adult ministry is this. And you've heard it. It's on the hoodies. It's pursuing purpose. Now, if you're here for the first time and you see notes, if you want to fill in, that's great. If not, it's just a way for you to kind of know where we're going. But it's pursuing purpose. And purpose is what Paul is praying for here, the complete knowledge of God's will and, and, and spiritual wisdom and understanding. And, and this idea of pursuing purpose is going to take a different form for everybody in this room, okay? For, for some of us, it's, it's, it's asking the question, uh, what? Okay, that's the first thing there. What? What am I here for? Why do I get up in the morning? How do I make a difference in the world? And uh, one of seven billion people in counting, where do I fit in? And so, I'm missing it there, but you can fill in this. You're, you're defining purpose. You're, you're, you are still in the process of defining your purpose. So you're asking what? Why am I here? And you're defining purpose. And so to you, I, I would say this. I want to encourage you with this. You'll know what you're here for when your natural gifts, your spiritual gifts, your passion all merge into one. Okay, And we're committed as a ministry to helping you discover the answer to those questions and understanding all that God wants to do in and through your life. Okay, We want to help you just define your purpose. For others, you're asking the question, what now? Right? Anybody ever feel that? What now? I know what my natural gifts, my spiritual gifts are. I know what I'm passionate about, but what do I do with this? How do I make it all come together? Can I really serve the Lord this way? And so... You're still developing purpose. And so we want to equip you to do that. We want to encourage you. We want to send you towards a life that, as Paul says, produces every kind of good fruit. So you're asking, I know what I need to do. Well, how do I do it? What now? So we want to help you develop your purpose. And for others, it's this question, what's next? (laughs) Okay? You've seen the Lord do some incredible things in your life. Maybe for you, 2018 was the best year of growth for you physically, emotionally, spiritually. You've taken these intentional, satisfying steps to fulfilling your purpose. You know the direction you're supposed to go, but you wonder, after such a good year, all these big steps, how do I top it, right? Where, where do I go from here? And so you have this little hope that you haven't peaked, right? I hope 2018 was a great year, but I hope it wasn't my best year. I hope that's still in front of me. And so you're ready to keep displaying your purpose. You're ready to keep doing what you know God wants you to do. And so we want to guide you to be strengthened with all his glorious power so you'll have the endurance and the patience you need. You know, when you're ready to display your purpose, if you don't get the chance to do it, it can be frustrating. It can be disheartening. It's like, I know I'm what I'm meant to do. I know I'm called to do something. And if you don't get to do it, it's, it's very discouraging. So regardless of what question you're asking the goal is the same it's knowing our purpose and when we know our purpose we get to live with confidence we get to live with focus and so we want to see we want to know our purpose and live with that confidence and that focus that comes with it and so as we take this year and uh, we we seek to answer those questions and pursue purpose we're going to focus as a ministry on three things okay we're going to focus on three areas of pursuit and, and you can write them down. I'm going to go over these again. God's word, God's people, God's work, okay? God's word, God's people, and God's work. Now, we're going to tackle these more in depth the month of January. 
And I want to give you a quick overview. If someone says to you, hey, what's Young Adults all about? What, what, what is it all about? Well, you can tell them we're about pursuing purpose, pursuing our purpose through God's word, God's people, and God's work. And we're just here to help you become all that God made you to be. You're going to hear me say that a lot. We're here to pursue God's people, God's word, God's people, God's work, and help you become all that God made you to be. And we're already doing some of these things, but we want to be absolutely clear what it is we're doing and why, because everything that we do in this ministry is intentional. We're not just trying to guess our way through, okay? It means, being intentional means doing something with purpose, on purpose. And we do it because we want to see God work in your life. So the first thing is pursuing God's word. All right, let's talk about this. The word of God is the foundation of everything you teach. If you've been around this church for any length of time, you know that we hold the Bible in very high esteem. We know that the Bible says that all scripture is breathed out by God. It's profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete and equipped for every good work. It's 2 Timothy 3.16. Think about that phrase, equipped for every good work, right? Uh, which means that whatever you want to do and whatever the Lord and life are leading you to, the Bible, the Word of God, gets you ready for it. That it makes you, what is the word? It says complete, okay? Which means a person who does not take in and study God's Word has something missing. I know our pastor talked about first uh, Psalm 1 today, and he talked about that, about how the Word of God is something that defines a godly person. And he says your relationship with the Word of God often defines your relationship with Jesus. So we're going to talk more about next week how to make this a greater reality in our life. And I think all of us maybe this year are, would say that we want to read our Bible more, and that's a great goal. And we're committed to helping you pursue God's Word. And the first way is right here. You're, you're in the middle of it. It's, it's pursuing God's Word. We have Young Adult Cafe. And every week, what do we do? We open God's Word. We see what it has for us. I was encouraged when I saw your year-end reviews that I asked you guys to fill out last year. How many of you just wanted me to dig through a book of the Bible verse by verse? And we've done that in the past, and we'll do that again here in the, in, in the coming year as well. But coming to church in Young Adult Cafe, you're going to get God's Word. So we're going to pursue God's Word, and that's why Young Adult Cafe being here is so important and, and why we're so committed to this Sunday morning experience. Second, we want to encourage you in, 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 in your personal Bible study, right? Um, preaching is great. Small groups are awesome. Uh, but there's no substitute for cracking open your own Bible. Don't wait for me to do it. You have the rest of the week to open it, okay? And so that in, I'm going to actually give you a Bible reading plan. You're like, I don't know what to read, when to read. I've got something for you. It's super easy, five minutes a day. I'm going to give that to you next week. Uh, if you don't already have your own, well, we want to help you with that. And, and if you follow us on, on Facebook, you know we've got the verse of the day I throw up almost every day. And you think those are just because I like pretty pictures? Oh, I want you to be immersed in God's word, okay? Because God's word will change your life. And third, and this is brand new, and this is public now, so I'm telling you now, so I'm apparently going to have to do something with this, is I'm starting a podcast. And yeah, woo! I know, right? Yeah, good. who's got to do all the work? This guy. Okay, so, <laughs> so here's what it's called. It's called the Live AD 33 podcast, okay? Live AD 33, and, and, and what that means, look, I was trying to think of a way of expanding our influence, of creating opportunities to look at current events from eternal perspective, and, 
And since I can't take every Sunday answering the great questions you guys have, have asked, uh, the podcast is going to be a place where we can do that. I have more information in the coming weeks. I'll give you the, the web address. I'm just working out a few bugs. But um, this is just a personal endeavor to make our teaching and God's word more accessible to everyone. And it'll be something that you can easily share with other people. You know, what are you, you know, and, and you know, what are, what are we talking about? What are these things going on? You'll be able to point people in, in you know, I'm going to post things. Hey, we answered that question. Someone, someone asked. It's on the podcast. Go check it out. So, but all of this, all of this is the goal of pursuing God's word. And all of this goal of pursuing God's word echoes Paul's prayer in verse 10, that you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. How do we know God? We know God from his word. How do we grow? By knowing God. And we'll grow better and better. So we're going to pursue God's word. We always have. We're going to keep doing that. Secondly, we're pursuing God's people. Okay? So more than ever, we need to focus on our small groups. You guys are doing that. Small groups are a big part of what we do. And when you're in community of believers who surround you with with God's encouragement, with his love, uh, with his assistance, it makes the journey a whole lot easier, doesn't it? Having people to walk with you through, through your life. And whether you attend a young adult small group, one of the church's midweek Bible studies, like the men's group, the women's group, it, it's vital that you have people in your life who know where you're going, uh, who know where you are spiritually, and who are doing life with you. It's part of our DNA as a ministry, and we need to be reminded more and more that we're not alone on this journey. We're going to do a series in February called Traveling Companions, because who you travel with matters. We're going to cover a lot of that, uh, be here for that. But the second part of pursuing God's people is pursuing those who are not yet God's people, okay? It's easy to get, to, to, to get connected with people who already know the Lord, but there's a challenge for us to evangelize, to share our faith. And Paul writes in, in Colossians that he is always thanking the Father, right? Why? Because he has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light. And the awesome part of this inheritance that's waiting for us is that there is more than enough to go around, okay? It's not like whoever gets in first gets, gets dibs. There is enough abundance of God's riches and inheritance. that It's enough for everybody. And, and look, almost all of you work in secular jobs, and all of us know people who need the Lord. I've been challenged, man, just from my Facebook feed of praying for people that come up and like, you know, I could be mad at them, or I could pray that the Lord gets a hold of their heart. And I've been doing that. We want to emphasize praying for those who are far from God that they will get to share in the same inglorious, glorious inheritance that you and I have. That in itself is an act of love. So I'm going to challenge you to start thinking about those people that you need to pray for, to think about those people you can invite to church and who need the purposes of God in, in their life. And finally, and this one is really the most important in a lot of ways, it's pursuing God's work, Okay. So we're going to be pursuing God's work. What does that mean? Well, before his death, uh, Jesus told his disciples, he said this, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And, he says, greater works than these will he do because I am going to the Father. It's John 14, 12. Great passage. See, every one of us has a contribution to make to the kingdom of God, to the body of Christ. That's why we've all been given spiritual gifts. That's why we've all been given natural gifts. And, and every one of us has been saved to serve. Okay, saved to serve. Ephesians 2.10 reminds us what? We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So my challenge to you 
this year as far as pursuing God's work is this. Be a world changer. You're going to hear me talk about that. Be a world changer. See, among our, our activities this year, and you've seen this on the, on the events that we've talked about, is, is going to be service projects that we're going to take on, that we're going to take on every month. It's going to be something different, okay? Some, some of them are going to cost us money. <laughs> some of us are going to cost us time. Some will happen in an afternoon. Others are going to take, we're going to take over the course of a whole month. Um, besides serving in the food pantry, February is going to see us take a month-long clothing drive. Uh, we're going to bless people from the prison ministry and uh, East County Transitional Living Center. All right? Some of you, it's time to clean out your closets. You want to know what to do with those, those clothes that you don't wear anymore, but you can't bear to part with? Well, it's going to be time. Okay? We're going to do that. We're going back to Alaska this summer. I mentioned that, but we're going back there this summer to serve June 21st to July 1st. Okay? This has already been a life-changing event for a lot of people in this ministry. And, uh, and I want to challenge you that to start praying about whether or not God wants you to go. Some, some people have already seen this, like, okay, we're going. We'll see you there. I'm like, okay, great. So, you know, we've taken a few people who, it's good. You know, we want people, we've had a few people who have gone and say, I'm never going back. But that's all right. And we've had some people that say, when's the next trip? And some of you have said, well, I'm thinking about going. Well, pray through it. The point is, we are never, the point of pursuing God's work is that we are never more like Jesus when we love and we serve other people. Okay? We are never more like Jesus than when we love and when we serve other people. So, serving others, too, guess what? It's also one of the best ways to discover our purpose because our gifts and our passions get to get utilized. And, and if you're bored in your faith, I'm going to challenge you. You've got to find a way to serve. Because you're not fulfilling your purpose. You're not fulfilling God's gifts to you if you're not serving. If you feel like you want more for your faith, this is the way to do it. Now, some of you are already serving the church, and I applaud you, and that's good. And you should be serving in your church as much as possible. But there's truly so much more that as a group, as a body of believers that you and I can do to touch lives with God's love, to touch people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And look, we may not change the whole world, all right? But we can change someone's world. We can change one person's world. And guess what? When you do that, and in doing that, you're going to change your own world. When you serve people, and you change their world, even a little impact, keep in mind, and I'm going to talk more about this in a couple weeks, but you might think you're just making this little contribution to this little corner of your world, this little stepping out and doing this little thing, but for them, it's everything. It's everything. So what does this mean? I always like to ask the question, so what, right? So what, is, so what does this mean for us? Well, I've told you now what we're committed to as a ministry, where we're going, what we're, which is going to pursue God's word, God's people, and God's work. And I'm going to facilitate as much of that as possible. We're going to be a ministry committed to those three things, to, to the Bible, to people, and to serving. But what's your, what's your role in this? Where do you fit into this? Well, I'm going, to give you four, I'm going to give you four challenges, okay? Challenge number one this year. Be intentional. Be intentional. See, intentional means what? Here it is. It means doing something with purpose on purpose. So choose to be intentional this year. Don't just float through and hope things happen, right? Choose to work towards those things. And some of you, some of you need to move from yeah, maybe to yes, okay? I tease you guys all the time about waiting to the last minute to sign up because you're not sure what your plans are going to be. Make some plans and stick to them. 
and follow through. Look, Proverbs 16.9 says that the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Now, that doesn't mean don't plan. It means start moving and the Lord will guide you. Okay? Start moving in a direction. Let the Lord guide you. You know, it's easier to move something that's already moving, that already has some momentum behind it. It's harder to get something moving. And the Lord can steer you if you've already taken some of those steps. Look, uh, Proverbs 16.3, a couple verses before. Commit your work to the Lord. Your plans will be established. And so often, what do we do? We stand at the crossroads of purpose and indecision. And so what do we do? We don't know which way to go. And we become afraid of taking the first steps. But the good news is, is that even if you go start walking down the wrong path, God allows U-turns. He can, and he can protect us from wrong paths. He can keep us away. He can protect us from ourselves. That's a prayer I've prayed for myself a lot. Lord, protect me from myself. And he has. Thank the Lord. Look, when Israel crossed the Jordan River into the Promised Land, and uh, the the preacher last week mentioned, talked about this, what did they have to do? They, They had to step into the water before it parted. They had to put their feet, they had to get their feet wet in, their, in, in the Jordan River before it would take place. And so the challenge for you is to, is to get your feet wet in your own Jordan. And remember, you and I, we're not responsible for, for the consequences, but for our own obedience to where God is leading us. And so if you need a little bit more motivation uh, in your life, you will take the necessary steps. You will take the necessary steps when you are finally more afraid of staying where you are than where you might end up, Okay. Think about that. You will finally move when you decide you're more afraid of staying where you are than where you might end up. So be intentional this year. It's like the Switchfoot song says, I dare you to move. Okay? I dare you. Number two, be involved. Okay? We're doing a lot this year, right? I mean, we had a very full calendar last year, and we have a full calendar this year. But we're not just doing things for the sake of doing things. They are intentional things. We're moving in a direction. The fact is, though, none of us is as strong as all of us. We talked a couple uh, a while back about that we're better together. And it's true. So I am inviting you to be part of something bigger than yourselves. Okay? Uh, the body of Christ. And, and look, I know there's a lot of ways of spending your time. But, I, but how many of those things move you closer to God and closer to God's people? You know, the book of Nehemiah, it's a great book. All the people came together and they rebuilt the city and they rebuilt the gates around Jerusalem. And everyone contributed. And the book is just filled with people and who did what. And everyone, it was all hands on deck. Everyone showed up, excuse me, and defying expectations, defying constant opposition, they finished rebuilding this wall around the city of Jerusalem in 52 days. I don't know any project that would happen in 52 days of rebuilding a city, okay? But they did it. Why? Because everyone was involved. Everyone got plugged in. And so if you don't think that we don't notice when you're not involved, we do. Because we're better together. So I'm going to challenge you. Be involved. Say yes. I'm going to be there. And then do it. And come. Because it's we're going to be better and you're going to be better for it. But challenge number three goes a little deeper. Be invested. Be invested. What does that mean? More than being involved, being invested, it means expecting a return in the future. All right? I don't know how many of you play the stock market. All right? It's like, it's, it's like legalized gambling, basically. Um, but, well, what do we do? Why do we invest? We invest 
Uh, it means putting something in hope with, it, with the intent of getting more out in the future, right? Whether you're giving of your time, your money, or other resources, when you invest, you're expecting long-term gains uh, for a short-term sacrifice. Investment means making a long-term gain with a short-term sacrifice. I'll give you an example. In, in 2 Samuel 24, 24, David, he's preparing to make a sacrifice to the Lord. He's preparing to make a sacrifice to the Lord, and somebody comes up to him and says, and offers him free ox for the altar. He says, here's the ox, here's the wood, burn it. I'm going to give it to you, king, I'm going to give it to you as my gift to you so that you can, you can, uh, you can make this offering to the Lord. David turns him down. David declines the offer, but this is what he says. I love this verse. I will not offer burnt offerings to the Lord my God that cost me nothing. It's a great verse. Look, investing in a life in Jesus Christ is always going to cost us something, okay? But the return is always far more than we could ask or we could think. See, some of you need to decide what you're willing to give up that you can never keep in order to gain what you can never lose. So we, this year, the challenge is be invested. Challenge number four, be inviting. Look, the church is never intended to be us four no more, okay? We're not an exclusive country club. There's no membership fees. There's no uniform code, all right? This is a church for people who, who need God, who need God's healing. And if you find somebody who doesn't need God, you know, introduce me to him because it's probably Jesus, okay? Um, (laughs) Look, one thing I constantly see, one thing I see consistently in the Gospels as I read the Gospels are people whose lives have been touched by Jesus, and what do they do? Then they bring other people to him so that they can be touched as well. Over and over and over again, people, they meet Jesus, and then they want other people to meet Jesus. John 4, that Jesus met the woman at the well who has this encounter with Jesus. She left her water jug. She dropped what she was doing she rushed back to the, to the city and she said to the people, come see a man who told me all that I ever did. And here was a cool thing. These people came out. They heard Jesus speak. And they said, you know, first we believed because of what she said, but we don't believe because of what she said. We believe because we have met you. And that's what we want. We want to invite people to be touched by the life of Jesus Christ. And so this ministry is about pursuing hope and purpose in the one place, the one purpose that it can be found, which is Jesus Christ. And pursuing God's people means pursuing those who are not yet God's people. Okay? Romans 10 asks this question. How then can they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? For everybody in the room, consider yourselves sent. Okay? If you're waiting for a green flag, this is it. Okay? To let go. Okay? Look, if you want to be... so Someone asked this. You know, one of the questions I got asked last year was, what's the one thing you wish you could tell the young adults? <laughs> so I've been chewing on that, and I was thinking of, of, of thinking of that, and I'm like, there's a whole list of things I want to tell people, but here's this one. If you want to pursue your purpose, you cannot be the center of your universe. If you want to pursue your purpose, you cannot be 
the center of your universe. The world, your world cannot only be about yourself. Okay? 2 Corinthians 5.15 says this, that Christ died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ, who, who died for them and was raised for them. So, look, I've told you what we're about, and I've challenged you about what your part looks like in all of this, okay? So I tell you what I'm going to give and what I hope that you'll be willing to give also. So it's only right, I want to try and give you a little glimpse of what it looks like when we get there. I'm just going to throw these up here for you. When we pursue our purpose as young adults, we're going to be engaged in God's word. We're going to be entering into God-honoring worship. We're going to be connected to God's people. We're going to be serving with God's heart. And we're going to demonstrate godly wisdom. And more than that, we'll have a life filled with the knowledge of God, with his joy, with his peace, with his focus, with his clarity, and ultimately, with purpose. I mean, come on, who doesn't want that? You know? This is what we would look like. We're going to have lives of purpose. We're going to have lives of focus. We're going to have lives that we know why we're here. I want that. I want to know why I wake up every morning, and I think you do too. And I want to know what direction my life is going. And even if I'm working a secular job, that I know why I'm here, and I know what I'm doing. Listen, a life of purpose is found in the pursuit of God's word, of God's people, and God's work. Okay? This year, if you take up the challenge to pursue your purpose by pursuing these three things, God's word, God's people, and God's work in all of its forms, I promise you this year is going to be a year like no other you've ever experienced. So I challenge you, I encourage you, I'm inviting you into this ride. It's going to be fun. You know, people will invite you to Disneyland. This is going to be way better. Be like, I'll go to Disneyland. I'm inviting you on a much greater ride. Well, that's our show today. I'd like to thank you for tuning in and checking us out, listening to Pursuing Purpose. And you can find us uh, at livead33.com where you're going to find this and other episodes. And as we grow, even more. Yeah, you can find our Facebook page. You can subscribe to our channel. In fact, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to the channel. And if you want to help us make more content, pretty soon we're going to be up on Patreon and you can help support us making more content. Our music today is by Lee Rosebeer. It's used under the Creative Commons license and you can find more of his stuff on freemusicarchive.org. Thanks for listening to the Live AD 33 podcast, where we want to learn to live in view of the cross of Christ and give current events eternal perspective. We'll see you next time.